There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Hey, it's Fritch. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, we need to ask a little favor of you. Download the Podcast One app because the Jeff and Jen podcast is moving there in just a few days and we're not going to be able to do SoundCloud anymore. So if you're listening to us from WKRQ.com, don't worry. You don't have to do anything. We'll still be right there too. Same great Jeff and Jen, just a new place. Podcast One. That's podcastone.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Meredith met this guy, Kevin, online like a lot of people do, and they decided to meet up and get to know each other at Bronte's Bistro. Got to talking, discovered they have a lot in common. They're both into fitness. They like to cycle. They like to hike, and they both like to read, which is why Bronte's was an appropriate place for them to meet up. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those effortless conversations that went smoothly until he walked her outside. It sounded like it was going well. Even when he told you, you look very pretty, complimented your sweater and your boots. <laughs> and you're still cool with everything, right, Meredith? He hasn't freaked you out yet at this point. It's not weird yet. Oh. It wasn't until you guys made it to your car when he gave you that kiss that it felt a little awkward, right? Can you explain that a little more? Usually when a date goes well, there's a kiss and then I'll maybe talk of a next date or, think, you know, like there was just, it just stopped. Okay, and there wasn't like, that, which is why it felt yeah. weird. Okay, gotcha. But it was yeah. a middle of the day. These middle of the day dates always... Are, the ending is always awkward just because it's light outside. You met at the place. He walked you to your car. Yeah. yeah. yeah if, if, if it's a dude that's not into big public displays, yeah. then laying one on you in the middle of a bookstore parking lot. Well, in the middle of daylight. Right. Like, do you make out? It's hey. just, yeah, that, you know, so that might be a very good explanation for why you didn't get a little more action there. And if you're just joining us, both Meredith and Kevin are divorced. Kevin's got a 12-year-old daughter. Meredith, do you have any kids of your own? No, I don't. Okay. Tell you what, we're going to call Kevin and see what he thought of Meredith and try to get some sense of what was going through his head, especially in those final few minutes. 
Hi, can we speak to Kevin, please? This is Kevin. Kevin, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? Good. <laughs> Good morning, Kevin. <laughs> morning, Kevin. We got Fritch and Tim here, whole gang. Hey, Kevin. Hey, man, what's up? We we understand you know someone we know. Okay, who? Meredith. Ah. Uh. And she told us about your date at Bronte's Bistro. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So are you cool um. with coming on the air with us and <laughs> talking about that a little bit? Because, I don't know, dude, she likes you, and I think she's a little bummed that she hasn't connected with you since then. And she did say, I think, that it, it seemed a little awkward here in those final few moments and was wondering if it was something that she had done or said that may have offended you or put you off can you shed some light on what's going on there yeah i I guess i can talk about it um i don't know i mean it did start off great um i mean honestly i i I don't know if i want to call her again why do you say that what happened i don't know like we it started off really well we had some great conversation she's very attractive she's really sweet she's good to talk to all of that um the only thing is it got a little weird when we started walking around the bookstore. How? She goes, uh, here, come with me. I have something I want to give you. We start walking into the relationship, psychology, self-help area. Mm-hmm. And she grabs a copy of the five love languages. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You've heard of this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of yeah. No. It's no. good. Jennifer. Yeah, it's, it's, it is actually it pretty is. interesting. I, I read that. That was one of the few self-help books I actually read. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Relationship books, It actually, can be right? very helpful. Okay. Okay. She said she wanted me to read it and she'd like to understand how we communicate <laughs> and what she wants, what she needs. Wow, she's not wasting so, any time. Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm just thinking, that's a lot for a first date, right. you know? Well, did she tell you what her love language is? Yeah, she said that hers was quality time, oh. I think. <gasps> that's and, a good one. Yeah. It's a cheap one. It won't cost you much money. <laughs> uh, I guess so. She could Because she could have been gifts. Then she, she was like, I, I can't wait to find out what your love language is. Oh. Even though she said that she said... I think I already know what it is. Oh man, she profiled you. Yeah, it was it, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, like maybe you know, your like, love language, like everybody has a different love language according to this book. So, mm-hmm. let's say Tim, maybe your love language is someone doing something nice for you in the form of cleaning your house or cooking you a meal or That's something. That's how you prefer someone shows you that they love you yeah. instead of an actual gift or something. Something that is meaningful to you, right? Right, and that is generally your love language is also how you show love to other people. Like okay. and so if you under you know if you really really are somebody that wants gifts, that's how you feel appreciated and loved. 
But that's you're... how that's how Fritch feels appreciated. Right. Yeah. That's no, her yes. love language. I'm a quality time love languager. <laughs> so if you're done with your copy of your book, man, I could borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> like to... Because if you're with somebody who does gifts and they're giving you presents all the time, you're not feeling fulfilled because right. what you're wanting is something different. Sure. Yeah. So once you know what the other person's is, then you can give them what they need and vice versa. Right. It is an interesting book, but a little early in the game to be looking at that type of book, it sounds like, (laughs) for you, Kevin, right? I I agree. Also, to even throw the love word out there at all on the first date, you know, Mm. seems kind of heavy for me. Okay, let's bring Meredith into the conversation. Meredith, what do you think? I'm, well, I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm sorry if I came, like, I went too strong. I, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. What was the point of that? Because you kind of had felt like your relationship had progressed in that hour to have that discussion? Or is this your way of understanding him better and seeing whether or not this is something worth proceeding with? I don't, I maybe I got ahead of myself, but I wasn't really thinking that it would be so off putting to him. I thought it would be kind of more of a fun, like, let's get to know each other type of thing. And right. then if it did progress, it, it makes things easier in the long run, you know? Put it all out there out of the gate. You can see where she's coming from, though. She's been divorced. She's online dating. She's trying to figure out, are you worth my time, not worth my time? So it's kind of nice to be up front sometimes. So, I mean, Kevin, aside from the possible premature gifting of the languages of love, (laughs) was the date... Fun. Did you enjoy your time with her? Was everything good? It was. I I will say we we did have some great connection, uh, had some great conversation, and she is very attractive. So I mean, if if we set the book aside, it's not all bad. You know, yeah. Make it make it a coffee table book for now. You don't have to open well, I, it I up. Mean, maybe I could apply that book to to my daughter. Like how we love each other. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And other people in your life. I mean, everybody in your life. Really, anyone you're close to. It's very. It's a good book. So what do you say, Kevin? You want to go on a second date with Meredith, or are you too freaked out? Yeah, let's let's do this. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I'm just excited for the both of you, and I see bright things in your future. You're still in, right, Meredith? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. She got a little quiet on us. I wasn't sure. (laughs) Then I'll tell you what. We'll set this up with, let's see, Meredith made the call, so we'll set it up with you, Meredith, and Kevin, you'll be hearing Mm -hmm. from her soon. Sounds good. Hey, thank you for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. You guys, thank you you so much. You're welcome, (laughs) Meredith. Hang on. Bye. All right, if you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back, 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. All right, 713, looking at a sun cloud mix today. We'll see a high around 22. Right now it's 12. Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, best way to get a raise this year. And Burger King is permanently adding hot dogs? Latest news that didn't make the news? But with news like that, probably should have. It's coming up next with Jeff and Jen. First, carry your carryautomotive.com traffic here with Toria Cannon. Now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, time for some of the news that didn't make the news this morning, like the best way to get a raise this year. Also, Burger King's hot dogs and the five things men and women want to see on a first date. It is Thursday, February 11th of 2016. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. 
It's very possible that your parents stayed at the same jobs most of their adult life because they knew that hard work and loyalty to their company would eventually lead to promotions and raises. And it very well may have. It did. My mom, I mean, my God, yeah. My mom, when she retired from teaching, was making a pretty good salary, and she had the same job my whole life. That's cool. My father worked for a grocery store chain. Mm-hmm. He worked for it for at least a couple of decades. And uh, I think he was part of a union, but, you know, continued to get raises, continued to move up within the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, my stepfather worked for a commercial carpet business mm-hmm. in sales and stayed with the company and started getting larger and larger territories. But that's the thing is every parent. Every role model in my world stayed with the same company their entire adult lives. Yeah, yeah. And moved up and got raises and were able to afford a house with a white picket fence and 2.5 kids. The dream. And that's the thing that my parents like just never really got about me wanting to do this radio thing. They're like, you mean you're not going to stay at one place for your entire life and career? And what about a pension? And Pension. I never... don't even know what that is. <laughs> exactly. I'm from the generation. Pension? Right. What pension? Exactly. Both of my parents had big pensions. You, know? you guys aren't yeah. getting a pension here? <laughs> I'm just uh-uh. kidding. But now it's 2016. The Atlantic Magazine analyzed data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and they found the key to getting a big raise is actually going to work somewhere else. You gotta leave. You know what's crazy is I have a bunch of friends uh, that have loved their job, but there really wasn't a way to move up mm-hmm. within that system. They hit a ceiling. So they go somewhere else for a year or two and then go back to the original place at like double the salary. And I've seen that, that done they too. The because they could, have never, they could have never moved up that quickly if they would have stayed. Right. But since they left and came back. Ooh, wow. Which is why it's smart to never burn a bridge. Yep. Was that their plan all along? Were they hoping it would work out that way? I don't or? think so. It no. just did. It just did. Yeah, huh. yeah, not necessarily, but boy, it would be a brilliant plan if it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people who switched jobs last year made 4.5% more than the year before, and people who stayed at the same job made less than 4% more, which I realize doesn't sound like a huge difference, but across such a giant number of people, it becomes significant. The gap was even bigger for people under the age of 35 who switched full-time jobs. And this study backs up one from a few years ago that found that people who stay at the same job make 50% less in their lifetimes than people who switch every few years. Wow, that's a huge percentage. Just something to think about. All right. Anyone can get their Lady Roses for Valentine's Day, but if you really want to impress her, why not give her Doritos roses. What girl wouldn't love that? I mean, it yes. sounds delicious, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, it is. Doritos actually gave away free bouquets of flowers made out of Doritos on their website. Unfortunately, it was only in Canada and they were all snapped up already, but you can make your own even if you're not that crafty. It's very simple. Just buy some fake plastic roses. Take off the petals, <laughs> glue some of the curlier Doritos from a bag in their place. Mm-hmm. There's Aww. even a step-by-step guide to making them. Just it's Google funny. Doritos roses are the only Valentine's Day worth giving. <laughs> I think that's cute. It's on our Facebook pages if you guys want to check it out. 
The only downside is that you cannot eat them because of the glue. The glue, That's right? What I was Just don't say. do that. You can't even eat They've them. They've got really cute Star Wars bouquets out there as well, with little figure with little stuffed figures of Star Wars characters. And there's like so several like different animals. Yeah, but they're like on a stick. And they're set in in a bouquet, so you get a bouquet of characters from Star Wars. It is very cute. All right, 728 with Jeff and Jen. Coming up, excuse me, uh, Burger King is permanently adding hot dogs and the five things that men and women want to see on a first date as your news that didn't make the news continues. Half of the state of New Hampshire declared officially that they want the host of Celebrity Apprentice to run America. And they weren't joking. They were not joking. Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders won their respective party primaries. It was a great night for loud men with crazy hair. And... (laughs) 735 with Jeff and Jen looking at a sun cloud mix today and a high of 22. Right now it's 12, Jeff and Jen. Hate to break it to you, but your attempts to do the Channing Tatum Magic Mike dance (laughs) to Pony Mm -hmm. probably isn't setting the mood as well as you think. (laughs) Highly unlikely unless you do it like Channing. Don't and you look trying, like Channing. No. Is that the one where you put your hand down like this and then uh, oh, like there's put, several push big up moves. and then you grind? Yeah. Okay. You have to slide across the floor on your knees. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on right. there. Okay. A new survey of more than thirty-nine thousand people found that what most satisfied couples, what what the most satisfied couples do to set the mood before and during lovemaking, are the following: saying. I love you hmm. while it's happening. While it's going on. Yes. That's a real connection right there, I'll tell you. And this is for couples, one. right? This isn't somebody you just met on Tinder. <laughs> right. Correct. It okay. could be. I <laughs> love that you answered my Tinder swipe, <laughs> however it works. A uh, little talking dirty is on the list as well. And number two. That can backfire. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that one, though, if it goes well. Well, there's different types of talking and some is just not. sometimes it's just funny and you laugh right like, uh. it's like did you really just say that <laughs> <laughs> laughing about it if something funny happens like mm-hmm. saying something inappropriate right. <laughs> well that you, you got to be careful about the laughing too yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> timing is everything <laughs> yep it can ruin the mood <laughs> fast dimming the lights and using candles and playing a little background music background music yeah there you Ow. go Survey also found both men and women say their favorite ways to spice things up are trying a new position, incorporating lingerie, taking a shower or bath together, giving massages, and talking about their fantasies. There you go. And you know where I got this information? Cosmo. Negative. Where? The Wall Street Journal. All right. I love that they're jumping in the mix for Valentine's Day. Yes. Our thanks to the Wall Street (laughs) Journal for providing for us this morning the five most important ways to set the mood. They're very reputable. Yeah. You know, publication. So the the research had to be solid. If it's in the Wall Street Journal, it's got to be true. It's got to be good advice, Mm -hmm. right? All right. Americans eat approximately 70 billion pounds of hot dogs a year. Don't fact check that. I don't really know. I just made that up. Uh, so it is kind of strange that very few of our fast food chains sell them. But Burger King 
is not going to let that opportunity slip through their fingers. They just announced that they are adding grilled hot dogs to their menu. Mm. Grilled hot dogs. The grilled hot dogs are my favorite kind of hot dogs. They'll have two types, a regular one with ketchup, mustard, onions, and relish, Mm -hmm. and a chili cheese one. Wow. I guess if you want to put your own condiments on it, you're out of luck. They go on sale. You can plain and add ketchup if you want, Jeff. Or can I just do ketchup and mustard, which everybody thinks I'm weird for doing? I'm sure. (laughs) No, I want ketchup and mustard. You want ketchup or mustard? I want both. (laughs) They go on sale February 23rd. That is a week from this Tuesday, just 12 succulent days from now. And by the way, this is not a temporary deal. The hot dogs are being permanently added to the Burger King menu. The classic one will go for a buck ninety nine, and the chili cheese one, two twenty nine. The chili cheese one looks good. I put a picture of it up on our Facebook page. It looks pretty. It'll I mean, be interesting to see because they can always make the pictures look really good. It's not quite like a coney because it's just kind of sprinkled, but it's similar. There's cheese on top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the other fast food chain that will go nameless that came out with a breakfast. What was that? Three, two, three years ago? It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> we we tested it in here, and it was not good. No. Mm-mm. Not good. <laughs> I haven't been it back did since. Look, it was unrecognizable it compared was. to the pictures. I mean, if you were to hold up what we got versus the picture, you would never know that they, the, the two were the same. It looked yeah. like there was a very serious trauma there before we arrived on the scene. <laughs> All right, a recent survey asked more than 2,000 men and women what they want to see happen on a first date, specifically at dinner. So if you'll be out with someone new on Valentine's Day, this might actually help. First, here are the top five things that women want to see. Good manners is at the very top of the list. 56% of women agreed that good manners is very important. So guys, pay attention. Good manners. Uh, Number two, you should ask a lot of questions about them. Uh, that that you're enjoying the food. They want to see that you're enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want the guy to pay for the meal, obviously. If if he asked you out, mm-hmm. then he should. Uh, and, and that you have a few drinks, meaning you get just a little tiny, you know, a little buzzed. Right. But not drunk. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, buzzed just enough that you're relaxed. Sure. And and maybe, Don't you know, not as, not as uptight as you might be. Mm-hmm. But... Just not sloshed. That's good. That's manageable. Don't get drunk and don't get stupid. N- right. Know your line. Those don't are all good it. points. Okay. Now, here are the top five things men want to happen. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> let's see how different they are. No, it's not that different. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Number one, you ask a lot of questions about them. That was actually number one, whereas with women, it was number two. For men, it was number one. So talking about yourself was two for women, one for men. <laughs> number two, uh, men want to see that you're enjoying your food. That is number two. Oh, God, but is there a line there, too? I mean, Jeff, do you want women to do on a first date with you what you do when you eat something great? Hey, if you're enjoying it, enjoy it. <laughs> I think that goes is along that really with... really that good? <laughs> well, that goes along with what you ordered, too. Like, men don't want you just throwing down on a salad. They want you getting a little bit of, you know... They want you enjoying yourself. They do. Yeah, so moan all you want. <laughs> that looks good. Can I have a bite? Yeah. You. Uh, they want to see you have a few drinks... Uh, they want to see that you're nice to the waiter, and good manners is at the very bottom of the list. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, so we all want the same things. We just kind of want them in different order, I suppose. Mm-hmm. All right, it is 742. Let's talk about this new study that found the most romantic cities in America, at least if you believe that romance equals food. 
And I, like a lot of us, really do believe that. Open Table, one of my favorite apps. This is probably my favorite app on my phone. Open Table came up with the most romantic cities using three factors. The percentage of restaurants that are called romantic in reviews. The percentage of reservations for two. And the percentage of people who went out for dinner last Valentine's Day. And based on those factors, the most romantic city in America is, you will never guess this in a million years. Where? Virginia Beach, Virginia. Wow. It really is for lovers. Yeah. And I know that that was Virginia's slogan for years, that Virginia's for lovers. It just, I never would have thought that Virginia Beach would be considered the most romantic city in America. Hmm. Here are the rest of the top 10. After Virginia Beach comes Newport, Rhode Island at number two. Followed by Milwaukee, Wisconsin at number three. I know. Interesting. I know. I'm never going to get Making of a Murderer out of my head every time I think of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's always, I'm always going to go to that Netflix Mm -hmm. series. Uh, Atlantic (laughs) City, New Jersey, Santa Fe, New Mexico, Birmingham, Alabama, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Omaha, Nebraska, St. Louis, Missouri, and Colorado Springs, Colorado. Gosh, those are just cities I wouldn't have chosen. I would cities you never would have guessed. But hmm. but keep in mind that this was based on the amount of so-called romantic restaurants, the percentage of reservations for two people, and the percentage of people who actually went out for dinner last Valentine's Day. I wonder if, if that's what it's based on, just the restaurants. I wonder where these cities fall when they do the most obese cities in the country. You know, are these where all the chubby people live because they're going out to eat all the time? Well, I would be very surprised if a city like Virginia Beach or Newport, Rhode Island, Mm -hmm. or even Colorado Springs, Colorado would be uh, a city with a high percentage. They sound like pretty active cities to me. But what do I know? Yeah, but Virginia Beach, I mean, have you guys been there in a while? Mm -hmm. It is not that a, a... Attractive not that nice. So this area. is just food. This is just food. Yeah. So where is the most romantic place you've ever been? Please tell us. Okay. We want to know. What were you going to say? Inside or outside the U.S. Anywhere. Okay. Yeah. The most romantic place you've ever been. Share it with us. 513-749-2320. Now it's 12 with Jeff and Jen. Talking about the most romantic place you've ever been. This Came from a new study that found the most romantic cities in America based on the amount of restaurant reservations at so-called romantic restaurants and the amount of people that went to dinner last Valentine's Day. And Virginia Beach, Virginia, of all places, won the top spot, followed by Newport, Rhode Island, and Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Kim. Yes. The most romantic place you've ever been. Arlick in South Wales in the UK. It's amazing. I've never been. South Wales. What'd you call it again? Arlick? Arlick. It's H-A-R-L-E-C-H. It's this tiny little nowhere place in the middle of South Wales where there's truly nothing there but the sea and a bunch of sheep. It's phenomenal. No kidding. Lots of castles. I mean, just lots of just really pretty things to see. But it was amazing. Well, thank you. Good to know. We'll make a note of that. Looking to go back to the UK sometime soon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Wales. Isn't that where Catherine Zeta Jones is from? Ryla, is that how you pronounce your name? It's Ryla. Oh, Ryla. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing this morning? Excellent. Thank you. Where is the most romantic place you've ever been? Um, It was actually on our honeymoon. It was the Hyatt Zolara um, restaurant in Cancun, Mexico. The Hyatt Zolara. Very nice. Cancun. I've never been to Cancun. If I go, should I stay there? Absolutely. is one of the nicest resorts in Cancun, in my opinion. All right. There is romance to be had in Cancun. I mean, it's not all like throw down party 
throw up tequila drunk. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they do. They have like romantic dinners where they have like lobster and steak and they'll mm-hmm. come and serenade you. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some fun, nice romance to be had. Do you have yeah. to wear a Kevlar vest between the airport and the hotel? <laughs> no. They give you one of those bulletproof vans to get oh, in. Oh, good. And then they just drive you as fast as they can to the resort. <laughs> so it's totally fine from the cartel. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ryla. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. Appreciate Let's go. it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jen, what is the most romantic place you've ever been? See, I'm not very well traveled. So I would probably say, um, the Sandals Resort in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Oh yeah. That sounds fancy. really nice. Those are adults only, right? Sandals? It's all adults and it's couples only and it's, they definitely have it catered to honeymooners. Yeah. No doubt about it. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it was beautiful. Mine's similar to that. It's the Ibero Star Resort in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. I mean, mm-hmm. those adults, same thing. Adults only. A lot of people are honeymooning, so they they like cater it to romance. Yep. You and know, sit, the flowers. Sit at night the, with the ocean breeze blowing on you. The yes. music's playing. They bring you drinks. They're always like, so, yeah. "Hola, señora, what can I do for you?" You're the like, beach is anything. always going to be the most romantic yeah. location for me too. For me, yeah. All right, Tim, what is the most romantic place you've ever been? Uh, although I was not there uh, with as a romantic trip, parts of Greece, uh, oh, Santorini, yeah. Santorini, wow. and places like that on mm. the islands, more beach and islands and water and it looks stuff beautiful like that. there. Of all the yeah. pictures I've ever seen from yeah. that area, it was incredible. Mm. French, uh, what is the most romantic place you've ever been? <laughs> I already, he already told yeah, us. <laughs> I Star. I was. We were just talking about it in Punta Cana. What about you? I think it's a toss-up between Fiesole, Italy, Ooh, which yeah. is just outside of Florence. Um, there's a over. There's an overlook as you look out at the cypress trees, and you can see all of Florence within. It's all right there within your view. Is it, it's, when so the sun hits there? it just right, it's spectacular. Yeah, huh. it's beautiful. And there's also an overlook that looks. There's also an overlook over uh, Florence that's really pretty too. So that's got to be one of the most romantic cities. But I also think uh, San Francisco is, and of course, one of my favorite restaurants in Boston, Number Nine Park. But it has to be in a cold, rainy night. I'm- you may go there and not find it half as romantic <laughs> as I did, but that's all right. It's I did. It's a special moment you got. Yeah, and by the way, we asked this question on our Facebook page, Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. You can, you you haven't liked us on Facebook by now. You'll find us as Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. Um, Angela says downtown Chicago at Christmas time, the coast mm-hmm. of Maine at dawn, and Key West at sunset. Amber says uh, San Juan Island in Washington State. Jennifer on the back of a Harley going through Canada. And uh, Carrie says, of all the places, I'd still go with a carriage ride through downtown Cincinnati at Christmas. I was 17 when my then boyfriend, now husband, surprised me with that 24 years ago. And still my favorite. I love downtown at Christmas. That is pretty romantic. Yeah, I've that done is. that before. Absolutely. At 17, too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, the hearing the horses. Off the church. That's kind of fun. Or our, our uh, Festival of Lights, too. Oh, yeah. It's pretty romantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah, my friend Jennifer says Key West, Florida was my most romantic place. Might have been because we were there without our kids, but sunset, sail, excellent food, 
Beautiful bars on the water. It was awesome. She said, I would also add driving through the Keys while bar hopping can be part of that, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a little before 8 o'clock. So if you'd like to join the conversation, we have it on Facebook, Jeff and Jen on Q102. Jeff and Jen on Q102. We're looking at a sun cloud mix weather-wise here today with a high right around 22. It is 13 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, Johnny Depp plays Donald Trump. Are there too many scenes of the Kardashians in The People versus O.J. Simpson? And get ready for Grammy cams. Latest e-news is coming up on Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.